we're going to be in the, in, in the kind of coming weeks sharing kind of more about what we feel like the Lord is, is, is speaking to us and where he's leading us uh, as a community. But, uh, but we're blessed. It's so good to be back. I love seeing your beautiful faces. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to have some time just in, in praying kind of into the year this year. And, uh, and Greg's going to lead us in that. Amen. Who's excited for 2024? Yeah, I love the start of the year because it gives us a chance to rethink everything that has been. It gives us a chance. Last week was about a thankfulness. Thankfulness that was 2023 and this week is about let's pray for 2024. I really felt uh, over the last couple of weeks that this is going to be a banner year for our community. And what that means is I've heard it said, I've understood from a perspective of how I was taught it. But as I looked it up, one is it's about um, where things are just, say in business, if a business has a banner year, it's just an unusual increase in sales or profitability or things like that. When it comes to a sporting team, obviously a banner year is when they get that flag, that end of the year win. And I really feel like this year is something significant for us as a community, that there's going to be um, an increase just in our connection with the Lord in our own personal lives our connection as family in our community. But even more than that, God's given us a ministry of reconciliation, to reconcile to people, to the Father. He's given us, it says, as if he was making the appeal through us. What that means is that he trusts us. He trusts us to come and to represent him to those people in our workplaces, in our friendship circles, in our families. And so what I've asked, there's five people that I've invited to come up and to pray um, they could pray by themselves. We could pray in our prayer time. But what happens when we gather corporately and at the end we're going to say amen to each prayer? What that means is that what was just prayed, I agree with it, so be it. I join my faith and my heart and my belief behind that prayer that what was spoken is going to come to pass. So there's something powerful when we do that as a community. I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 where am I? 14 to 16. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest, that is Jesus, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. We do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That's what we want for this year. Mercy for those things where we make choices that have gone in the wrong direction, which is basically not being punished for what we should be punished for. That's mercy, withholding of that judgment. And then grace is the ability to accomplish. I think of it, the ability to accomplish something through Jesus that we can't do on our own. So we're going to be praying for things that we can't do on our own things that we need Jesus to come through for, things where Jesus is glorified through that, and particularly what you're going to see, and I'm going to remind people that are praying, we believe for salvations this year. We don't want to get to this end of the year and it's just another bunch of Christians hanging out. We want new believers. We want to see salvation. We want people, that whole ministry of reconciliation, that we would be the ones that go out and see people come into relationship with the Father. So first I'm going to invite Sam to come up. Sam has been tasked with praying over family and kids. 
So as she prays, please join your faith with her. And as she says amen at the end, I encourage you to put your amen behind that. Awesome. Um, So I'm going to lift up the families, not just in our church, but in our city this morning. Um, I just want to ask each of you to just uplift your own family for a minute and just, um, God, we are just going to dedicate our families to you, Lord, Um, again for this year, for 2024. um, As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. I would just love you to speak that over your family right now, as for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Yes, God, we just recognise the sacredness and importance of family in the kingdom, God. We recognise that you sent your son, Jesus, to pay the ultimate cost so that we could be reconciled back into family. Family is of utmost importance to you, Lord, and we recognise the place and position that everyone has in the family that there are giftings that each and every person carries that equip the family, that unify the family. We recognise the passion of the young Lord. We recognise the wisdom of the old God. We recognise what each and every one of us carries, Lord, and we make room for that. We We make room for that in 2024. We make room for those in the family to be able to step out in the fullness of what they carry. We make room for that this year, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We just pray for a reshuffling in our homes, in the household of those, in the households of those in our church and in our community and in our city, God, and in our nation. We just pray for a reshuffling that the heart of family would be reprioritized as you would have it, God. That families in our city would reflect the family of the kingdom, God. That the importance of family would be re-established in our city, God. We just repent of the yeah. things that we have put before family. Yes, Lord. We repent of ambition. Yes. We repent of selfishness. We repent of those idols. Yes. We repent of finance. We repent of all of those things we have put before running in healthy family. Yes, Lord. That we have put before spending time cultivating healthy family. We just lay that at your feet and we repent and we apologise, Lord, that we have put that ahead of family, that we have put that ahead of you and doing life with you, God. We just pray for a shift in heart, Lord, that aligns with your heart, God. We pray for a greater increase of grace for our family. We pray for a greater increase in time to do family together well. We repent the scheme of the enemy to distract us. Lord, we break off the untruths that we have partnered with that say, actually, we need to be spending more time at work instead of with family. That we need to be earning more money so that our family can, can be able to make ends meet, Lord. We repent of those untruths that the enemy have sown, God, and we just rest in your provision, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We rest in your blessing. 
We choose to partner with you and walk with you in this in 2024, God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are God provider. You are more than enough, God. And we recognise that there are families, not just in this church, but in our city that are not walking in more than enough, that do not know you in your fullness, God. And we just pray for those of us, not just in our community, but around them to come alongside them and to partner with them and show them what it means to walk in a healthy community, in a healthy family, to show them what it means to be loved, to show them what it means to be a part of covenant, to be, a, to be loved, to be known, to have a place at the table, God. We pray for all those in our city that do not have a place at the table yet and long to be a part of the table, God. We know you have a place setting for them. We thank you that their name is on a place setting at the table, God, and we pray for opportunities to step out and to invite them to the table, God. We thank you that we are your vessels, God. We partner with you in being your vessels in 2024, that you would use us however you need to, Lord, to extend this family, to grow this family. We thank you that your heart is not just for each and every one of us in this room, but for each and every person outside of these four walls. We just pray that you give us not just a heart, but eyes to see them as you see them, Lord. A compassion that you have, God. We just thank you for the blessings that you poured out on us in 2023, God. And we just step into 24 asking for more of that. Boldly asking for increase, God. We thank you that when we step out and partner with you, Lord, that you do provide. That we are never without. That you are always more than enough. And that in every area that we lack, you pick that up and you carry it, God. That there is no lack in you. That we are never without in you, God. And so we thank you for that. And we thank you um, that you can give us the confidence to step out even when we feel that there is a lack, Lord. We thank you that you bless us in that, Lord. And we just pray for more opportunity. Uh, to extend this family and to share of your goodness and love with those around us. Amen. I'm going to invite Neville up. Neville's going to pray for principals and teachers and students, especially as we're about to enter. Neville's a principal of Foundation Christian College. He carries uh, not just authority in the natural, but authority in the spiritual. And we just believe for great things for 2024. Thanks, Greg. Can I just leave you a picture to pray throughout the year of a mould? You know how you have a cake mould or a tin and you try to form? Schools mould children. They, wherever they go to be educated, whoever's educating them is trying to mould them. They're trying to influence them. They're trying to shape them. And there are worldviews that are counter-cultural to Christianity. There's individualism, there's consumerism, there's materialism, there's dualism, there's secular humanism, there's all the isms. They are in schools now. So we need to pray against that. 
And wherever there's godly principles in schools, all good things come from above. We want to see that effective. The other programs, we just want to see them like, gee, that didn't really work. That didn't take off or that was ineffective because we need to. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the privilege of bringing up children in the ways of the Lord. The honour as parents that you commission us to train a child in the way of the Lord and how as parents we partner with schools. We enrol our children in schools and we basically are inviting them to educate our children. So we just stand today against those isms, those liturgies that are trying to shape our children that are anti-Christian, that are trying to mould our children and turn them away from you and focus on self or away from you and focus on pleasure, on consuming things. And Father, we just pray a blessing over staff in schools that are good people, that understand the godly principles that are effective. All good things come from above. And we just pray a blessing over teachers who are disciplined, who who are committed, who are honest, who are integral. And we just pray for a real rising up of those good things that parents will start to see that's good, that's not good, that's weird, that's right. And Father, we just pray that as the Word says, righteousness exalts a nation, that we'll see in schools righteousness, God. We'll see a spine that will stand strong against the enemy's attacks. And Father, whether they're Christian schools, independent schools, or even government schools, Father, we just pray for an exaltation of righteousness where people speak the truth, Lord. People will recognise it straight away. Where there's people who would try to silence the voice of truth in our schools, we stand against that in the name of Jesus Christ. And we just thank you, Father, for your word that is sharper than a two-edged sword, that as it is in the mouth of even young people, even children who are in school, as they speak the truth, it will go in, it will divide, it will be effective, Father God. And teachers who are Christians, Lord, as they speak in staff meetings or in leadership meetings, Lord, as they speak, there'll be almost like a cutting of the air that, wow, that was right, that was true. And Father, today more than ever before, As we enter into 2024, we know that this is the time to shine. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon them. We just pray that over your schools and over educators and leaders in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I just felt the Lord say something in that. Father God, we just pray for a strengthening of youth groups, Father God, where the church, where the children are coming in and hearing the gospel and getting saved and then going into their secular schools, Father. We just pray for a strengthening, Father God, just a purity, a protection over the children in youth groups, Father, that they'd catch the heart of God. Father, we thank you for a sound that you're bringing through this generation, Father God. It's one that declares, prepare the way of the Lord, make the path straight in the wilderness, Father God, we just thank you that they are the ones that carry the gospel of the kingdom into schools where people may never hear the gospel. But Father, we thank you for revival in our school system, Father, for revival in the children, Father, that out of the mouth of babes will come the spirit of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Andrew. I've asked Andrew to pray for all those in sort of business, in workplaces, for colleagues, all of those in a job. Go for it. Yeah, I was just thinking. Um, I was just thinking about the fact that it's the Lord that gives us the power to create wealth. The Bible says, and you know, I don't know whether you like your job or not, but wherever you are, 
whatever your job is, the Lord has put you in that place. And it says in Ecclesiastes that it's a gift from God. And so I just, I, I just want to pray in, the, in that line this morning. Father, Lord, in Luke chapter 16, it says that if we're faithful with the little that we have, that you will give us more. Father, it says that if we honor and we have integrity with the wealth that you've given to us, that, Father, you will add to it. Lord, it says that as we put down the God of mammon, the, the God, the, the idol of mammon, and we hand over our wealth to you, that, Father, we will, the abundance of heaven will come. And so, Father, we ask today for every business, Lord, every single person that's here is like a virus in the community. We are like a great virus. We are infecting the people around us. Lord, I just pray that as we go into our workplace, as we honour the uh, businesses that we're in, Father, your word says that if we look after the things that belong to other people, you will give us more. And Father, we just ask that you would show us how to honour the businesses that we are in, that we would be a blessing, that we would wake up in the morning and pray over that business for the, for the increase, for the abundance. Father, we are the wealthiest nation on the planet. We are, we are 1% of the world's wealth. You've given it into our hands. Father, we want to honour you and give it back. Father, show us how we can love you with the wealth that you've given to us to see those around us that need your provision, Father, and for us to rejoice in what you've already given to us. Father, we just thank you for your abundance. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Those who don't know, this is Michael Crichton, or Mike how he's just this year been elected to the Rockingham City Council. He carries great wisdom and grace. And so we just love as a, he is actually in a key position of influence in our city. Um, and he carries the heart of the Father. And so it's great we, we're praying for you, um, but also we'd love for you to pray for those, your colleagues, but also those in state and federal government. Awesome. Thanks for the opportunity, Greg. Really appreciate it. Um, I wrote down a few things because I didn't want to miss it and I, I value this. This is such an important time so I didn't want to miss anything this morning. So excuse me and we're going by some notes. George Washington, who was the first president of America, said this, it is impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. First president of the US. Our political leaders need prayer, no matter who they are. Christians are called to pray for those in high positions. So as we go about everyday life, the realm of politics often seems so far removed, or to be honest, we may not feel like praying for every leader. I could put my hand up for that. But this passage reminds us to keep our political leaders on our prayer list from 1 Timothy. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God, our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of truth. We need to know who we're praying for. We need to know a name, not just pray for our leaders, 
There's so many local authority people in our area, federally, state level, and local level within the city of Rockingham. And a lot of people don't even know. We want, I want to pray for our federal member in this area, Madeline King. We're going to speak her name out. We speak salvation over Madeline. State members in Rockingham, Magenta Marshall, we call her saved. Thank you, Lord, for her salvation. The seat of Bow Divers, Reese Whitby, within the city of Rockingham, we pray for his salvation. In Warmbro, Paul Papalia, thank you for Paul's salvation, Father. The city of Rockingham, the mayor, Deb Hamlin, we call her saved. The directors in the city of Rockingham that are making decisions that are affecting you and me, we pray for all the directors. I pray for my fellow councillors. I pray for wisdom. Father, I just pray for wisdom, discernment, that they make decisions based on truth and integrity. The Lord gave me a picture as we were praying there this morning of every one of those leaders within our city and they were sitting at their desk with a pen and there was a shift in their decision making and what they were signing off of. Oh, we believe that. So I'm believing that. Yes, I'm Lord. believing for a transformation yes. and they're questioning themselves going, why did I do that? Because it was from truth and integrity yes. and not yes, out Lord. of personal ambition yeah. or job promotion. Thank you, Lord. So I declare transformation within this city, within our leaders. Yes, Lord. We pray this Thank you, Lord. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Please, everything we're praying for, keep praying for during the week and the months ahead. Uh, this is Jess. Jess is going to pray for our personal connection with the Lord. Um, we go out into all these areas that we've been praying for, and we come home to our homes, and we drive along in our cars by ourselves. And I just want to pray over our personal space, because who we are expands out of us. That's the kingdom. It starts within us, expands out of us into these areas. Um, this morning, my dad read from Psalm 119. Verse 10. I seek you with all my heart. I seek you with all my heart. Lord, give us hearts that seek you. Let us put ourselves in position, Lord God, where we choose you first, where we, where we desire you. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. Do not let me, do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Lord, give us a desire to read your word, to spend time in your presence, Lord God, so that we know who you are, so that we recognize your presence, we recognize righteousness, we recognize holiness, we desire to live purely, Lord God. 
I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. Lord, I ask that you would um, help us to make normal in our homes that you are first. That we, it's normal to, to put worship, play worship through our homes and not just to hear it, but to sing it in our homes, Lord God, in front of our children, in front of our spouse, in front of our flatmates, Lord God. That it's normal to hear and sing worship, to, to walk down the hallway praying in tongues, Lord God. Give us this spirit of might and a fear of the Lord to walk in your ways within our homes, Lord God, and um, and around our people to put you first, Lord God. We ask for you, Holy Spirit, to fill us with wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and a fear of the Lord, and not just a fear of the Lord, but a delight in the fear of the Lord. Fill us with delight in the fear of the Lord, Lord God, so that it is, in our hearts, is a big yes towards you, a big yes towards you, Lord God. And any temptation that comes against us when we're sitting in a space of a big yes towards the Lord, that it doesn't there's hard for it to hook in, Lord God, because we have this big yes towards you. Fill our hearts, Lord God. Teach us to turn our attention towards you and turn our affection towards you, Lord God. To lay our sin before you. To let you see it. To let ourselves see it, Lord God. To repent. To humble ourselves before you. We ask that you will wash us cleanse us and then you put your robes upon us and call us your children and we enter into your presence with the the play and the joy of a child Lord God and you've done that for us and we thank you for that freedom Lord God we love you and we pursue you and ask Lord God that this year would be a year where that deepens within us Lord that our desire for you deepens within us that we grow this determination within us to pursue you, Lord. Draw near to the Lord and he will draw near to you. In James chapter 4. So Lord, teach us, give us the grace to do this. We desire you, we choose you. We refuse to live differently outside our homes than inside our homes. We refuse to live differently outside our vehicles than inside our vehicles. When we're in public and when we're in private. And we we choose you, Lord God. We ask that you change our hearts from the inside out. That we live exposed to your light. Exposed to your love. And in the delight of you. The delight of the fear of the Lord. We love you, Lord. I ask that you would consecrate this year to yourself within our personal discipleship, our personal devotion to you, Lord God, that we would be a people consecrated to you, 
We love you, Lord. We bless you. We choose you. We choose you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm just going to invite Nicole up just to close the service out and pray for our Paradox family. Hey, why don't we stand? I, um, I just felt to declare the Lord's blessing over you. And it's from Deuteronomy 28. So just close your eyes and lift your hands up to the Lord. He's the one that gives. And it says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all he has commanded you, he will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. (laughs) If you obey the voice of the Lord your God, blessed shall you be in the city. And blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Come on, it's a good word. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your barns and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So Jesus, I just thank you for the blessing of being the child of God, of being the people of God, the, under the favour of the Most High God. And Father, I just stand um, on behalf of this leadership and I just commission you, the whole community of Paradox Church, to go into the world, into all the nations, making disciples as you go making discipled as you go, that you would not be the only ones blessed, but you will are blessed to be a blessing. And so, Jesus, we just thank you for your covering over this year ahead. We thank you that your presence has already gone before us and your glory is our rear guard. And, Father, I just thank you that people will look at us and that we, they will know we are disciples by the love we have for one another. And we just thank you for your presence and your hand upon our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.